We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast what is up green bay packers fans welcome back to another edition of the pack a day podcast i'm your host jacob morley you can find me on twitter at jacob morley and I am not joined today by my usual co-host, Ross Uglum. Uh, Ross has been out of town all weekend. I actually saw him over this weekend. Uh, we met up in Frisco, Texas to watch the North Dakota State Bison win their ninth FCS, cha- FCS championship in the last 11 years. Um, very exciting stuff that they got going on up in Fargo, North Dakota right now. Um, as you know, Ross uh, and I both do some stuff for Bison Report. Uh, Ross is the editor and publisher. So um, if you're not checking out stuff at Packer Report, make sure you're heading over there as well. Just really quality stuff uh, for a green and gold football team. We all love those green and gold football teams. Uh, today, you know, speaking of a green and gold football team, there's a pretty good one in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh we're not going to really touch too much on the Detroit game. I'm sure it has been, uh, you know, discussed and, and talked about and probably talked about more than what we even needed to talk about with it coming into that game and, and leaving that game, all that stuff. Um, we'll touch base on a little bit um, of what, you know, some of the stuff that we saw moving forward might mean for this team. Um, but for a game that just really didn't matter, I think the most important thing you can say about it is nobody got hurt. No major, you know, no major pieces for this football team got hurt, um, and actually they got they're getting healthier. And when you look at the grand scheme of the NFL, it is uh, sometimes it's about just getting healthy at the right time. You look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year; they got healthy at the right time and they they went on a run. And they're the Super Bowl champions this year. So you look at the Packers this year with the news that we've been getting. Obviously, getting Bakhtiari back is huge. Getting Josh Myers back is huge. And we'll we'll talk about that. But the biggest news that I think we heard today kind of came from Zadarius Smith himself, who basically announced to us that he's going to be back. That boy is going to be back. He's going to be playing for the <laughs> 
for this team in the playoffs. And uh, we will talk about that as well. But I want to start on the offensive side of the ball with Boxyari being back and with Josh Myers being back at center. I think it surprised some people to see that Josh Myers was immediately put into center. I don't think that's surprising, but I think what was surprising is the fact that they moved Lucas Patrick over to right guard. And on the surface, that may seem surprising. And I know that they they love Royce Newman. They really do. I think Royce Newman has a tremendous amount of potential, and he um, will have every opportunity to be that right guard of the future, you know, moving forward. And he did a really tremendous job for this team to come in there and kind of keep his head above water and keep this offensive line's head above water as they kind of went through a lot of these injuries. And I don't think you can say enough about those guys and how they came in and played. But when you look at Lucas Patrick, he is someone that was a uh, full season starter last year at the right guard position. And he was an opening day starter at guard for this Packers team in, in New Orleans when they went down to Miami or wherever they went, what Jacksonville, wherever the heck that game was, that seems like three years ago. But he was their opening day offensive guard. And I think when you look at what Royce Newman brings to the table, um, I've already laid out, I think, you know, I've, I've said it uh, on this very podcast, so I think his footwork is is phenomenal. It's fantastic, and I, I it makes it gets you really excited for what he could be when you just see the way that he moves, the upper, you know, the flexibility that he has in his hips. Um, he, he's going to be a dude. He's going to be a very nice football player for this team. But this team is gearing up to make a a Super Bowl run. This team is, you know, they they don't love playing young guys as it is. Um, and Lucas Patrick is just a, a solid, solid veteran. And I think typically when you look at guys like Lucas Patrick and you look at a guy like Royce Newman, typically you look at, you know, when it's close and make, you know, make no bones about it. It's close. They're both pretty good guards, but you know, you typically go with the young guy, right? You typically go with the young guy and say, Hey, you know what? We're going to, this is our future here at the guard position with Royce. We're just going to roll with him. And I think the one thing that's different with that, well, I guess two things really. Um, but I think the big thing is Aaron Rodgers, right? I think Rodgers is a guy that is going to prefer to have the veteran at right guard as opposed to the rookie. And I think Rodgers loves Royce as well. But again, you want the veteran, the guy that's been there, the guy that's done it, especially when you are gearing up to make a deep playoff run like this team is. And the thing about Royce is he's been playing really good football this last month, but he is still he's still been good for one or two times a game, you know, having an issue with a twist or a stunt or uh, basically be, you know, being fooled by what the defense is doing. And that's and that's reps, and that's just experience, and that's just him needing to play more football. And the thing is, Lucas Patrick doesn't get fooled by those things because he's played a lot of a lot of good football for this team. So I think on the surface, it was it was interesting that they went out and went ahead and put Lucas Patrick in at right guard. But when you break it down, I don't really think it is. I don't really think it is. And John Runyon has 
not only been been a good young player, he's just been a good player in general. And he doesn't make those mistakes. And you want to talk about bright futures and the offensive guard, that interior offensive line um, is in great shape, great shape moving forward. Uh, and that's not even – and we talk about all this stuff with the offensive line. That's without Elton Jenkins. That's without him. When you look at, you know, kind of diving in what we're going to dive in on today. I mean, imagine Elton Jenkins. I know it's kind of sad to think about because he's obviously not going to be there for this run. Um, you know, Lord willing, they get him back earlier than it, than Bakhtiari's come back. But uh, as coach laid out, like those injuries are different. And um, it's no cookie cutter thing. Like, I believe that's exactly what he said. And he's right. Hopefully Elton can come back. Um, earlier because he is an absolute freaking nature. So uh, that's that's the hope. But, you know, for this playoff run with Myers coming back and with Bakhtiari coming back, that makes you deep. Depth is there again. And again, mind you, that's without Elton Jenkins. So with Bakhtiari back, you're three deep at tackle. Three deep. And that's without Billy Turner, who you're probably going to get back. This team is going to be have four quality offensive tackles for this playoff playoff run. There's a lot of teams, there's teams in this NFL playoffs that don't have two, two quality tackles playing for them right now. The Packers have four. And, you know, you know, God willing, they, they're over this injury bug at the offensive line. But if they do lose somebody, if, uh, if Billy comes back and, you know, his knee just isn't quite, up to you know the way where they want it to be and where he wants it to be. Den- Dennis Kelly, there has been no drop off, and that's not a knock on Billy Turner because Billy Turner is a very good football player. So is Dennis Kelly. So you just kind of you can play you can kind of plug in either one of those guys, and I think you're very confident with with what you have. I think you know Yash has been able to come in and be a very good you know very good left tackle for this team. The argument that a lot of people have heard is, well, he's been good. Do you want to throw Bakhtiari out there with how good Yash has been? And the, I mean, yes, the answer is yes. David Bakhtiari is an all pro. He's going to play. If he's cleared, he's going to play. And, you know, the depth there is just outstanding. What this, what that group has been able to go through this year um, and be battle tested like they are right now. They got four guys that are ready to roll at offensive tackle, and let's talk. Let's look at the interior offensive line. They really go. They go four deep there now, with you know Royce being able to plug in at right guard, um, and then Lucas Patrick. I think is still essentially your top backup at all three of those spots. Let's say Runyon goes down. I think Patrick could easily slide in over at left guard, center, or right guard. He's played all three of them, um, and he's you know that's the value that he brings to this team is that he can play all those spots. Um, QB1 loves him. The coaching staff loves him. He's just going to be an assignment, sure, uh, guy. And that's great. Hopefully they, hopefully those three guys with Josh, Lucas, and Runyon can gel. Um, and that is that is the thing with offensive line play, is those guys typically get better the more they play together. Um, but these guys are all pros, and they have some studs out there. And I, I don't think it's going to take that long for them to really gel. I mean, you already saw it in the Lions game. Bakhtiari was was fantastic in that game. I really thought he was, and you know, and, and I think a lot of us were just watching him. and And he's blocking out Charles Harris, who had who's had a, a really nice season, almost in double digit sacks, you know, fifty plus pressures. He's 
Um, when you talk about guys that you needed to block on that Detroit front seven, he is the guy. And Bakhtiari is out there just stonewalling him. And I think we forgot kind of what that looks like uh, because Yash has just been more of like an average left tackle. And then you watch Bakhtiari go out there and just, I mean, they're, it's just, it's like they're frozen. It's like he just gets guys in the clamps and they just, they can't go anywhere. They don't do anything. Um, so it's nice to have him back. And uh, it was a, a very welcome sight to see. Um, I know a lot of people were worried about, you know, he, well, he came out of the game and I think they talked about it at the end of the game. They didn't talk about having a specific snap count, but um, I'm sure they had a number in their head and an idea of what they, what they thought he should play. And it was going to be based off of basically, you know, where he was at, you know, condition wise. And I think we all saw him on the sidelines. He was gassed. Um, and that's why it was so great for him to get out there and play. And the same with Myers. I thought Myers uh, did some nice stuff in the run game that we haven't really been able to see um, Patrick do. Um, I think he's got room for improvement. And, you know, he's a rookie. He's, he is a young guy. So Bakhtiari can come back from these injuries and, and just, you know, you kind of look at him and say, yeah, he's good. He's an all-pro. Um, and I think Myers, you know, is going to be a potential Pro Bowl all-pro type player as well. He has every single physical tool you'd want, but he doesn't have the NFL experience. I mean, this guy was – you know, was essentially robbed of his rookie season. So I think the hope for him is you you hope that he can get out there and get his, you know, get reacclimated um, with that Detroit game and then kind of pick up where he left off. So uh, it's, it's, you know, it's exciting, exciting stuff. And, and, you know, if this team is going to play, be playing in Lambeau, cold weather, I think the most important two, you know, the, the, late season most important developments are getting back you know the offensive line we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And I'm just sitting here thinking just like how sad I am still that Elton Jenkins can't play because you throw him in the mix too. Where do you where do you plug that guy in? Then you're talking about that's not even worth talking about because he's not coming back. But the biggest developments have been that offensive line. Because even without Elton Jenkins, that could be an, an elite, elite offensive line down the stretch. But then you want to sprinkle in AJ Dillon. And I think that is the recipe for this team making it back to the Super Bowl. And that is with MVP Aaron Rodgers. That is with the most valuable football player in the league, the best football player on planet Earth right now, is the quarterback for the Packers. And they have other ways that they can absolutely just jam the ball down your throat and beat you. And I think when it comes down to it, 
that's going to be what they kind of rely on to be able to do that. They can go to that if, you know, if something happens, if they're not throwing the ball well, if the weather's cold, whatever it may be, this team, this offense can score on you from any point of the field. They can drive it 20 plays. They can score in three plays. I mean, they can do, you name it, they can do it. Um, But I think A.J. Dillon in this stretch could potentially cement himself in Packers lore as a guy that they really just rode through this stretch. And, and I don't know what it is, but something feels different about this year's team. Something feels different when you look at the way this NFC is, is playing out. There's not a team in the NFC that you look at and say, the Packers are going to struggle with them. In the past, I think two years ago, it, it was the 49ers. You kind of knew it was like, all right, we there is a collision course between Green Bay and San Francisco, and we hope it doesn't end like it did in the regular season, and it did. Last year, Tom Brady seemed inevitable, and he was, and and they lost. This year, I think Tom, you know, Tom Brady is always going to scare you. Tom Brady is always going to be the boogeyman just because he's Tom Brady. But they don't they don't have the same it's just it's not the same. The Packers are the boogeyman this year. The Packers are the team that nobody wants to play because like I just laid out, there are so many different ways that they can beat you offensively. And we haven't even got to the defensive side of the ball yet. The the news today was Zadarius is, is going to be back for this playoff run. And this is something, and I know I was talking to my buddies, you know, Bukowski and Westendorf, just kind of in the DMs talking about, you know, don't be surprised if all of a sudden Zadarius is back, he's practicing, and it looks like that's exactly what's going to happen. I don't know what what kind of weird stuff is, has gone on with Z all year. Maybe it is really just his back. You know, he really did have an injury, and, and this is just when he's healthy. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I buy that 100%. Could be. Um, I don't have any inside sources on that. But just the whole, the whole situation has just seemed odd. But with him back, I mean, it, I, I tweeted out today just a really rough example of what this defense could potentially look like on on third down, third downs especially. You get you get teams in third and six plus, and this defense is going to be it's going to be a nightmare going to be a nightmare to deal with. Uh, I would imagine they would put Jair in the slot. I would imagine they would have Z somewhere in the middle roaming. And then you have Preston and Rashawn on, on the edges. And then you have Kenny Clark, who's one of the best interior defensive linemen in the NFL, period. And Dean Lowry, who has, um, it, when you just look at, you know, pre- from a pressure standpoint, He's a top 18 interior defensive line as far as getting after the quarterback. He's had a really nice season. And that's not even to mention, you know, Kingsley Kiki, who's who is a good player in his own right, has just struggled to stay healthy. You have dudes that can get after the quarterback, and then you have guys on the perimeter that can cover like nobody's business. You have ball hawks. You have Jair in the slot with, I don't know what you, I mean, you think Charles Woodson type stuff is what you could do with him, just a playmaker. Um, I don't know about his shoulder, uh, and that will be something that they need to figure out is is how do they want to use him with his shoulder. Uh, 
you get that defense with Devondre Campbell as your lone linebacker, um, Darnell Savage, who has been up and down. But if you get good Darnell Savage, um, and then obviously Adrian Amos, if you get good Darnell Savage, there's not a bad football player on that team. There's not a bad football player on that defense where you can just pick someone and say, hey, we're going to go after Henry Black. We're going to go after Chris Barnes. We're going to go after Chandon Sullivan. That guy's not there. Who are you going after when your three corners are Jair, Rasul, uh, and Stokes? Who are you going after when your safeties are Savage and Amos? I mean, you go after Savage. I think that's who you, who you would try to pick on. But like I said, if you get good Savage, that's that's going to be tough. Even even with just Savage, you know, playing, he just gets himself caught in bad position sometimes. I think he plays with his eyes in the backfield. And I think when they were t- when Coach Lafleur said, "Do your damn job," I'm pretty sure he was talking about Darnell. Um, so hopefully that's that's a wake up call for him. But it might not matter because they're going to get after you with four, and then if they want to bring five, your your fifth guy is going to be Z. You know picking and choosing where he wants to attack, kind of just letting him pick where he wants to attack and just wreaking havoc. And I think that could be really fun. I think that could potentially just be a juggernaut throughout this this year's playoffs where teams just have no answer for it. And it just seems like things are coming together at the right time for this Packers team. Obviously, they have to play the games on the field. And as Packers fans, we know – that weird stuff has happened to this team in the playoffs. Uh, Devontae Adams did not drop a red zone target all of last season until the NFC Championship game. Aaron Jones played probably his worst football game of his life in the NFC Championship game. So just, that stuff sucks. And I hope that doesn't happen again. But as as you know, and as you're listening, that can happen. It can happen. Playoffs are weird. The other team is good as well. They're in the playoffs for a reason. So this team is going to have to go out and just take care of business. We've heard about it in the past, the level of focus that this team has had. And then they've come out and you know laid an egg. So um, hopefully the experience that they've had in the past, hopefully it's all going to you know um, come to a head here this season. And they can just take care of business and, and do the thing. Just do the thing. And hoist the Lombardi at the end of the season. How much fun would that be? Um, But we'll see. We will see. But this team is primed to make a run. It's exciting. Um, Very exciting time to be a Packers fan. So, um, guys, thank you so much for joining. Uh, Thank you for listening. If you enjoy this, make sure you're leaving it a five-star review on uh, Google, whatever, or however you listen to your podcasts. Um, uh, We will catch you next time. Hopefully in a couple weeks, Ross will be able to join me again. But until then... Go Pack Go. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? 
Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.